0: Welcome to the Everything Podcast, the place for everything education. Whether you're a first-year teacher or a seasoned educator, our mission is to help you employ smart
1: strategies in and out of the classroom. We firmly believe that teacher burnout isn't inevitable. Part inspiration and part implementation, we discuss the why and how to make your classroom effective and sustainable. We're your hosts, Danielle and Nicole. You're listening to The Everything Podcast, podcast episode 37. Hey everyone, Nicole here. This is our longest and last interview of season one of the podcast. Danielle and I had the privilege of sitting down with Amanda Thompson of Thompson's Teachings. Amanda is a first grade teacher and a branding expert. And though she has a natural eye for design, she firmly believes that great branding is so much more than fonts and a color scheme. Amanda has built a devoted following on Instagram and she runs a thriving Facebook group called Instagram connection for educators. Amanda has put in the time to make personal connections in both spaces and she truly leads by example. She shows that being real resonates more deeply than being stereotypically insta perfect. This episode is a tutorial on being yourself, And for Amanda, her authentic self is reflected in all of the platforms she has invested her time. We are beyond thrilled to welcome Amanda Thompson onto our podcast today. There is one thing to note. At the start of this episode, you'll hear us laughing and giggling. We had quite the technical difficulty in trying to get our podcast recording set up. So we hope that you enjoy as we decided to leave that part in, in order to... Demonstrate what we've really learned from Amanda. So, we really hope you enjoyed this episode and maybe you'll laugh along with us. Let's get started. Oh, Amanda. <laughs> yes. Hello. We yes. yes! <laughs> I'm here. What <laughs> <It> has happened. <laughs> For everyone listening, this has been a real journey. <laughs>
2: yes. We are. Can we, so, are great. people listening live? Well, I'd like to include. This oh, you're I gonna include it's how much? So of ridiculous
1: disaster. that we just have to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It wasn't. Reason... You know,
2: if I wasn't already nervous, that didn't really help. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, Amanda 400... stuck
0: with with us through this like a champ, and we've got to say that the reason we're going to include all of this is it's just very. Authentically Amanda. She yes.
1: Just herself <laughs> through it all. We should also note that this has absolutely nothing to do with her. The technical difficulties that we face. Yes. She's, she's authentically Amanda, but it, it was not her fault at all. Or Amanda
2: just doesn't know how know to use her phone. <laughs> she really does, we promise.
1: Amanda, thank you <sighs> for sticking this out. Let us get into it. Finally. Yay, let's do it. Yes. And it is finally for so many reasons, because... Amanda,
0: I have not gotten to talk to you in a long time. We first spoke before I even had my son.
2: I he's know. almost three months old. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Are you loving momming? It is a very
0: different life experience than anything I have encountered before. That that's is a really sure. good way to put it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. In the last week, he has learned to giggle. Oh. And that's been pretty amazing. That's so good. <laughs>
2: Oh, that no, it's so good. Everything is just like, all new. It's like a whole new -hmm. world. I was just about to say. (laughs) Again, because
0: one of the things that I think people are going to notice throughout this episode is Amanda is always, always herself. And that is one of the things that I think she is going to teach us a lot about because for too many people. They are not truly themselves when they are appearing online. So tell us about Mm -hmm.
2: yourself. Yeah. So my name for anybody new to listening to my voice, (laughs) my name's Amanda Thompson. I am a first grade teacher in New Jersey. And I think our first ever New Jersey really, Mm -hmm. by the way. Mm You guys are Jersey too. So (laughs) We can band together for this one, ladies. Absolutely. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, yeah. So um, I'm actually still teaching right now um, in terms of I'm not being out for the summer yet. So um, I am going to be finishing up my 10th year teaching this year. Yeah. Huge milestone there. I know. Um, I... Like I said, I've been, I'm teaching, currently teaching first grade, but I've taught fourth grade and second grade for a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I just fell in love with first grade for sure. And I kind of found my passion within that grade. um, And I just love it. So yeah. And then um, outside of teaching, I am a wife. We, Mm -hmm. my husband and I have been together for 12 years, which is kind of crazy Nice. Yeah. And um, now I have two little kids that keep me very busy. Mm. So I have a son who's almost four and a daughter who's going to be two in August. So I have my hands kind of full.
0: (laughs) And and somehow you found time to do a whole
2: lot of other stuff. Exactly. So I could just be full time status, just teaching and, you know, momming to my two kids (laughs) but um you know I I just decided that I was just bored obviously so (laughs) (laughs) clearly too much time on your hands yeah so um I'm a tpt author I also do brand and graphic design Mm -hmm. and I run a Facebook group called Instagram connection for educators yeah so those are kind of my side gigs if you would um yeah and then I've found a little home away from home Mm -hmm. on Instagram so that's yeah so I'm an Instagrammer I guess you could say to say the least you have a major (laughs) following online
1: and you post everything from your day-to-day with your kids to what you're doing in your classroom to the great Ray Dunn finds you yes Marshalls (laughs) or
0: elsewhere (laughs) all my
1: shopping adventures yes right
0: the last time we spoke you were just going on and on and on about your score at Michael's for that day and how you're going to take all of it all your new loot to your classroom yes
2: wait that was my unboxing from michael's in their grab bag (laughs) girls i totally remember that that was the best one you know i have since done another grab bag um thing on my Mm -hmm. (laughs) instagram and i ended up with like 757 eggs like (laughs) like easter eggs oh boy not kidding but (laughs) it was very fun and it was fun just to um yeah, uh, it's not fun to own 750 eggs. It's just, <laughs> I guess it was fun to open them and then realize it was a disaster. I suppose. <laughs> But now I'm stuck with all those eggs. So,
0: Well, you are certainly a very creative person. <laughs> I think mm. that you are probably going to find some out of the box use for them.
2: Or they'll just sit in my basement. <laughs> or that. Whichever you prefer. <sighs> uh, I'm now- trying to forget that I have them so bad so bad anyway what
0: what I do want to just draw everybody's attention to real quick before we focus on branding because Mm -hmm. that's really kind of your your zone of genius here Amanda has been very like humble with how she has gone over the various things that she does (laughs) can you tell us a little bit about this oh I run a Facebook group yeah you you mentioned it but it's (laughs)
2: it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, well, yes. I, so I started this Facebook group and I actually did it. Um, I started it when I was on maternity leave actually. And, um, to give you a little background on that, I was just going through so much kind of like mental health and like, what am I doing? And all this stuff, which, you know, kind of falling down that social media hole, if you would of. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, we actually I got some kind of crazy news going with my daughter and her medical um, needs. And I started to just think, like, um, I need to figure out kind of an outlet for myself, you know, like, Mm -hmm. how can I still stay connected to this teaching world, but hopefully help my family um and in turn get her the best medical care that she needs so it was kind of a crazy time for me and I was struggling with a lot of postpartum um depression issues and all these kind of things so I you know after realizing all those things just truly one day I'm not even kidding I woke up and I was like all right I have to kind of take my CPT and all that stuff to the next level you know and mm-hmm. I just knew that in order to do that, I had to kind of find my group, if you would. Yeah. Um, like, I just feel like, and I, I'll get into it a little bit later, but I feel that a huge part of this world and um, specifically this teaching world on in social media has to do with the connections that you make. And mm-hmm. um, I just know that that's a role that I'm really comfortable doing being a leader and, um, you know, kind of helping people along as I figure things out, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I guess like a teacher. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah. So I don't know. I was, you know, I was, I had a small, pretty small following on Instagram when I started the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and I randomly just put it together one day and I'm like, I don't know, let me just try this. And I reached out to a few girls that, you know, I had had conversations with briefly, on Instagram. And I was like, Hey, you know, I just sent out like a little message. Um, it was actually so funny, a little backstory that I sent out this little blurb right on Instagram mm-hmm. via the DMS. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I thought I was so creative. Because I was like, here, I'll just copy and paste this and send it to like a few people. Uh-oh. Well, then I, got blacked- this going. <laughs> <laughs> then I got like banned on Instagram. For sending- <laughs> Literally for sending like this rote message. so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, well, that's not a good thing. Aww. anyways, can you just give our
0: listeners a sneak peek into just how many people are in that little uh-huh. Facebook group now?
2: Well, we have um, I think up near 1200. <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, and I really don't I really don't care about the number and this is so true. Um, I am and how I run my group is like a mama bear. I want to know like everyone in my group and I want to have the most genuine people involved in the group because it just is truly, it has become such a little family. Um, And so many people are in there that I truly, truly care about. Um, And we have just made true, serious connections with each other. And we just were, I don't know, becoming successful by helping each other become successful Um, And that's just really huge for us and our group. Uh, And we like to definitely try to keep it that way. So honestly, I mean, I know it seems like 1,200 people and that's so crazy, but um, I don't know. We just, I think we're growing because of how genuine the group is um, and how committed we all are and how we take it um, very seriously, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, I love you that word genuine.
1: That's totally yeah. how I think of you. I mean, from the way that you sat down, you're like, okay, you know, thinking about your own family situation, the priority yeah. that you had for your daughter's health, and the way that you chose to see teaching in your free time. I mean, like, you chose to approach this in a new way, and you were honest about it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You weren't looking to make money right off the bat. You were looking for a community, and if you didn't find one, you wanted to build one, which I think exactly. is so, so noble, and that's what I think a lot of people hopefully will take away definitely want to get into that and what building a brand actually Mm -hmm. means to
2: you. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that very much. It's hard for me sometimes to put into words some of these things because they just feel like part of my life now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So when people ask about them, it's like kind of crazy to talk about it because I just feel like it's like, I don't know, just like a little section of my world. Mm. And it is kind of crazy to think that it's you know, a section of a lot of people's worlds now. And people are just coming together and relying on each other for that community aspect. And I am really, really happy about that, because that was a huge goal of mine in the beginning, to just really like literally, that's why I named it Instagram connection, because I just wanted kind of a home base for everyone to be able to talk and communicate, communicate together and team up and figure out what's working and what's not working and kind of building our brands that way. Yeah.
0: And I think one of the things that might be resonating with a lot of people is they want to build that thing, whatever it is to them. Mm -hmm. But unless you have the branding to go with it, nobody's going to find it. Yeah. And nobody's going to know what that is. So to me, one of the things that I take away from every conversation I have with you is how branding
2: and these communities really just. Go hand in hand. Huge. They're they're almost synonymous. Huge. If I did not have my Facebook group and the friendships that I have made within that group, I literally wouldn't be where I am. Like one hundred percent. Like I couldn't do it without the girls that I have met. I and that is one hundred percent serious. Like if tomorrow I woke up and I didn't have, I wasn't able to talk to those people, I would be lost truly lost like that's how much I rely on them and hopefully we rely on each other even if it's just um, an outlet to talk to for mental health purposes um, if it's somebody that can help look over one of my products if it's you know someone that's um, willing to test out one of my products like there's just so many aspects that we have all come together to help each other out with Um, it's just yeah, the, com- the connections are huge. It's huge, huge, huge. And when I, you know, do um, when I work with my branding clients, I have so much advice to in regards to that and where to start and what to do, which I know we'll get into. But it, we're going to circle back so many times, you know, making the connections. And I definitely have like step by step ways to do that and, and ways, you know, tips for the listeners.
0: Let's get into it. Yeah. yeah. So let's start with That word brand,
2: because I feel like we keep throwing around. What's Mm -hmm. that mean to you? So building a brand to me is all about being memorable and standing out. um, But you want to stand out for the right reasons. Yes, especially (laughs) in especially in this um, you know teacher Instagram field. Um, Mm -hmm. You know whether it be for a certain look of your feed. Um, something you're known for, you know. There's some girls mm-hmm. that are known for like wearing fun earrings or fun outfits or being super relatable, being a rockin', you know, reading specialist. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing like is, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> rockin' writing. Whatever that thing is, just being known for something um, and being that go-to person for something is mm-hmm. really what a brand is, in my eyes. You know. And I feel like my brand, people come to me for advice, they come to me for Mm -hmm. communication, they come to me for a good laugh, you know, that relatability factor, I feel is what people come to me for. Um, And originally setting out, you know, on this platform, I didn't really know that that was going to be my brand, you know, you kind of have to Mm -hmm. figure out what, you know, what makes you memorable? Why are people sending you DMS? You know, what is Mm -hmm. interesting? What, what, what are you presenting that they find interesting, you know? Um, And whatever that aspect is, you know, hopefully you can build upon that and build your brand around that.
0: And I know when you said relatability, Mm -hmm. it really has to be something that is who you are totally. and not just what you think people want to so see huge. i know one of the podcasts that i listen to the girls whenever they have a webinar they always talk about how they wear really really bright red lipstick and that is part of their yes. brand and their thing is if you're not the kind
2: of person <laughs> that wants to get information from someone wearing bright red lipstick don't oh do my that. gosh, totally. <laughs> and I say that all the time. And it actually, there's been so many conversations that I've been a part of that just honestly break my heart because, you know, the hardest part about building a brand is figuring out what your thing is. You know, it truly is. And I've heard so many times people, you know, just tell you, find your niche area, find, mm-hmm. find that thing. And it's like, it's easy to say, you know, but it's hard to actually narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and what breaks my heart is when people try to be, um someone else or they try to be something that they're really not comfortable being you know I am not like a big selfie kind of girl like (laughs) to post all these selfies and all this stuff and it's like Mm -hmm. if I started to do that every other picture on Instagram I feel like it would just not come off as truly me because I feel like people would see that I was uncomfortable you know Mm -hmm. like you really just have to find what makes you comfortable what makes you feel happy and and go with that, you know,
1: so true. I mean,
2: so often we see people who are trying to
1: advertise their products, especially in the teachers of Instagram community, and they feel that they have to show it in one particular way. But mm-hmm. a lot of the time it's the personal connection that makes people want to buy from someone Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, or the way that they see the product being used. It's not it doesn't have to look one way. So I think you make yeah. a really great point. Find something that just works for you and is representative of who you are
2: yeah, definitely. We all feel that pressure to be just like our online neighbor, you know, and present things Mm -hmm. just like that person that you think is really successful, you know, so you're like, Oh, I have to do, you know, show my product that same way, or, you know, try to do that same thing. But truly, if it doesn't, if it's not something that you feel um, represents you, you just really shouldn't um, do it. (laughs) Um, And also, because it's not going to be It's not going to be authentically you. And I truly feel that people are going to feel that, you know, or they're going to um, get the feel for that. And then it's, it's not going to, you're not going to stick to your true brand. Do
0: you think that this relates to the idea of like being perfect in some way?
2: Yeah, definitely. Like how, how branding should look? Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay. So building a brand to me, um, is just so much about those connections. Uh, that really is number one in my eyes. Um, and not just that, like you can't just say, hey, I've heard of that girl before and you know, call her your friend. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it really is that genuine connection that I think um is going to provide you the success that you're looking for in this, um, especially on the platform of Instagram. And kind of what I'm referencing really quick is. I know I keep going back to Instagram, but that really is like my platform of choice. And I'm going to get into a little bit of, you know, how you choose that and what you should choose. But all of this advice can go for any platform that you're kind of representing yourself on, whether it be on a blog or YouTube. So I'm going to keep coming back to Instagram, but I just want to let the listeners know that this is kind of like a... I think of it as like a well-rounded type of thing that you have to plan for in terms of your brand, because you really mm-hmm. should be cohesive in all of your areas. So true. Yeah.
0: What a good point. Cause I think that sometimes when people are behind a blog yeah. or even maybe behind a podcast, they don't think of it mm-hmm. in the same way totally. as your Instagram feed. Exactly, Because that has to look a certain way, yes. but these things don't. Right. Well, right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no. And I honestly feel if you make those connections with, people that it's going to carry over to your other platforms, you know, yeah. and then you're going to be presented with other opportunities and um, more eyes are going to see you and be available to that. But in order for people to find you in those areas, um, it de- you definitely have to create a cohesive look for yourself, you know, rise to the top of yourself and really show the best you and what can you provide to other people? Why are people going to come back to your feed? You mm-hmm. know, I always think of like, I mean, there's certain people that I open up Instagram and I want to see their page right away. Like, I want to see what the latest picture is they posted. I want to see mm-hmm. their story right away. Um, and you have to think like, why would someone want to open the app to see me? Yeah. What are they going to get sure. from that? You know? And I always say, you know, it doesn't just has to have to be some like profound thing that they're going to come find. If they're just going to like see pretty pictures that's okay. You know, Like some people are so against that. But honestly, like, I like scrolling and seeing like pretty colors and pretty things. To me, it's like art, you know, photography mm-hmm. and things like that. To me, that makes me feel good. Um, That makes me then in turn have healthier, you know, mental health. So, you know, some people get down on people that, you know, just post pictures of pens and pencils. Like, I genuinely like looking at that stuff. <laughs> and I know a lot of other people do. But you can't harp on somebody for having their own look or their own brand if that's really them, you know? Yeah. And I also, what, you know, breaks my heart is when you feel like, you know, if I was on the like pretty picture bandwagon and then, mm-hmm. you know, I fault people for not liking that. Like everybody can like their own thing and build their own type of brand. That what That's what makes this whole world go round. I know that sounds so cheesy. You just have to find your, um, group that you want to be a part of, you know, and where do you want your brand to fit in? And you mentioned
1: a couple of times about the connections and if someone's like, okay, yes, I know I need to do that, but how,
2: how do I do this? Tell me, give us specifics. Well, the number one thing to do (laughs) is honestly work the DMS in Instagram now right. don't get, don't get blocked like I did. <laughs> I did it, okay? Don't Pro send gym. too many DMs <laughs> on the same day. Um, no, I'm, I, well, that is sage advice, but I'm saying that t- that rarely happens. But what I mean by right. that, it, it's more than just sending out cold messages. That's not what I'm recommending mm-hmm. doing because I don't think any of us really like that.
0: <laughs> um,
2: right. No. So I recommend um, to the girls and the guys that I talk to and, you know, clients that I have, that, you know, your DMs are the power of your brand. Um, And I'll explain that a little bit. So if you aren't, you know, working your DMs, and what I mean by working your DMs is this, you should be answering, you know, customer questions that get sent to you, um, sending links uh, to products or whatever, you know, any links that you mention and people ask about them, you should be responding, sharing those Mm -hmm. links, sharing, you know, your your um, advice via the DMS as well. Um, Answering comments um, about your stories, you know, people will eventually stop messaging you or they'll feel ignored or they'll feel like you're Mm -hmm. too busy, you know, for them. Um, In my, and in my opinion, to me, that kind of gives you that feel of like bad customer service for your brand. You know what I mean? Because honestly, like my main platform of communication and, engagement is Instagram. So I view my DMS just like emails for, you know, another company, I view them just as important. Um, And I don't ever want my I don't really like to use the word followers. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want ever my followers to ever feel like I'm too busy for them, or I'm not hearing them or listening to them. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's super important for my particular brand. But I think that goes for anybody that's trying to build a brand, you know, and I'm not just talking about like answering it because you have to, but like giving genuine answers when you can, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to answer every single DM that comes your way in some, you know, a large paragraph, but you know, take it seriously is what I'm, what I'm trying to get at. You know, no company would just have their email sitting there for months and months and not respond. You know, not a successful that sounds company anyway. <laughs> so
0: much like the advice that Haley Kane gave us okay. when yeah. she was on. She was talking she about so cute, uh, scaling yeah. her TPT yeah. store. And she said that if you get messages, obviously, when we're yes. thinking about mm-hmm. branding, we're probably thinking about social yes. media. But even how you respond to people who have left comments
2: on your products huge, in your TPT store. huge.
0: Storage, same same yep. thing just
2: like the Q&A sections on there you know all mm-hmm. of that is so important and with instagram your your dms should not be ignored they really should not be and if you're not you shouldn't just be responding to those people that you do have those deep connections with cuz i mean we mm-hmm. all want to do that but you know people that are brand new followers uh, if they send you a dm just saying hey you know you're you know you're so funny you make me laugh like i always want to make sure i respond to those people because Those people have obviously reached out to me for a reason. That's how I view it. And Mm -hmm. I just want them to make sure that they're, you know, being heard and being listened to. And that's part of my brand. So I want to make sure I really walk the walk, if you would.
0: And if you are one of those people that there is that Instagram account or that whatever Mm -hmm. account that you just love and you're always following, don't be afraid to send that person a message. When Nicole and I get a message saying that somebody listen to our podcast and what they liked from last week's episode that makes our day oh my gosh
2: i know i know i love getting dms and i get a a lot of girls will send me dm and they're like oh my gosh you answered me and literally i read back and i'm like yeah girl of course i did like (laughs) (laughs) of course i did and i fangirled when you messaged me you know (laughs) it's just cute i mean i it feels good you know for people to think you know that you're funny or you know they i don't know whatever they like your hairdo (laughs)
0: <laughs> the language that you are using when you're telling us how you respond to these yeah. DMs, it's just the way you are. It's the way you come off, and I think even that is part of your brand. I yeah, I mean, I want
2: people to yeah. know that they can talk to me if they, you know, I don't, I don't. It's just that approachability. Mm. And I, I think some yeah. people
0: think of brands as has to be professional voice all the time, yeah. and you have to put on this one particular type of hat yeah. in order totally. to be a brand. Totally.
2: Well, it's no. the same with teaching, right? It's the same with teaching. Like you go to school and you're like, oh, you know, they tell, it's kind of, I don't know. They sometimes present it in like a one, one shoe fits all kind of way. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm the same way in the classroom. The connections are huge, right? It's like, I want my students to be able to come and talk to me. I want them to laugh, you know, like Mm -hmm. when we're doing writing, like let's write about something totally ridiculous. Like the time I tried to do a podcast and I couldn't get connected. (laughs) You know what I mean? But no, it's just the ending to that story and they're going to remember they're going to remember that stuff they're going to have fun Mm -hmm. so I guess it's just how I approach you know the classroom is kind of how I'm approaching this kind of field too and that's I feel good in the classroom and I I love that feeling of the connections with the kids so Mm -hmm. I mean yeah wow I just can't I just had like some I don't know like a a, moment there yeah I had like a moment mm -hmm. like let me tear up no but that was I don't know I guess I mean it's super similar right and everybody has, you know, just you do you. Just do right. you. I've
0: never And be a real human.
2: <laughs> yeah. You guys love what I say. I've it.
0: never thought about it quite that way. It's true. Until you put it into those words. But it really echoes so much of the advice that we've gotten from Janelle about being yourself yep. and making sure that your students know a little bit about yes. you. We got the same thing from Kayla when she was talking mm-hmm. about how she brings her love of basketball into her yes, exactly. With her students, and for those of you who think, "Well, I can't have a brand. I don't know what my thing is." What is your thing in the classroom? Yes, maybe that transfers over. <laughs> exactly. I love it, Amanda. This is so Dumped helpful. It up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's probably true because if you're on this teacher gram world, right, and your your kids know you from wearing like really, you know, sparkly skirts. I mean, Mm -hmm. show that to the teacher world, you know, like, we're gonna see that. And obviously, you really, whatever you love, and people, people will feel the love, and they'll feel that you're a real human. And you just, you know, that's really authentically you. And people will want, people will want to see that want to follow you for it.
1: I love Amanda the quote that you brought us back to which I wrote down during our initial yeah, our, our initial chat mm. be
2: a real human. Amanda yeah. Thompson. <laughs> you really did write that down and I was like yeah yeah that's really good did. and it, <laughs> it resonates in every in every way. Oh god. And it's something that way too many people need to hear. Yeah. yeah. And also also this kind of brings me into what I wanted to bring next like How is it different for teachers than other businesses? You know, like I've grown up in um, the business life. We have a family business um, that I've been a part of and I was in sales for more years than I can even count, you know, but um, it's, we're just naturally in the public eye, you know, and part of our job Mm -hmm. is being a good role model and being a real human for the kids to connect to. And like we just mentioned, you know bringing that into these platforms or onto these platforms is totally okay to do you know show that you're a real human it's okay it's gonna be all right like we don't have to Mm -hmm. present ourselves as these like perfect teachers at all times you know or these perfect moms that have it all together and like aren't microwaving waffles you know like we all microwave waffles (laughs) and it's gonna be okay And that's totally okay yeah (laughs) but you know what I mean like Displaying a hardworking person who also lives a real life, you know, and takes Mm -hmm. all my different roles super seriously um, is what I want to present. But I also want to just, you know, be real and laugh and have other people realize it's okay. You know, it's going to be okay.
0: This is the second or third time that you've mentioned making other people laugh. It's clearly something we have done throughout this episode. And I think it connects to a willingness to be vulnerable. Sometimes people aren't willing to put themselves out Mm. there because they think that it's going to reflect poorly on them. But if you're being vulnerable and maybe you try something and it doesn't
2: work, but you laugh about it, that is super relatable. Yeah. So I realized that I kind of came to realize something when I was preparing for this podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. I pretty much realized that my entire life is kind of like the blooper reel of <laughs> <laughs> like movies or whatever. And I don't know about you, but I love watching blooper reels. Yeah, right. Oh, like funniest home videos. People- yeah. videos is kind of like my jam, um, especially the ones that are like the videos that are from like 1993. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're like crunchy and yes. have like the numbers in the corner. No, but <laughs> no, but it's kind of like so many times I've recorded something and I'm like, mm, I probably shouldn't, you know, post that because I, you know, am missing an eyebrow. I hadn't drawn on that eyebrow yet, but I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know, send it to the world. And then you realize you get like, you know 300 dms I'm, I'm exaggerating but you'll get so much more d so many more dms about that mm-hmm. because people are like oh my gosh i'm like it's so cool that you only had one eyebrow <laughs> but do you know what i'm saying like they don't want to look mm-hmm. at me like a perfect cookie cutter with you know my eye makeup all, always done like it's never done mm-hmm. so i should just put it on for camera you know
1: <laughs> so amanda what made you choose your your favorite outlet as you said is Instagram.
2: Yeah. So um I have always been drawn to photography and um I just like the kind of quick nature of Instagram, you know, seeing something. I'm very visual, so I'm a visual learner and that's how I learned in school. So Instagram just connected with me in that sense. Like I like to just view ideas and be inspired and just have that feel good nature of Instagram. So That's why when I was starting to build my brand, um, I was thinking about all the different platforms. And I was thinking like, which one is going to be the most fun for me? You know, Mm -hmm. where am I going to be able to feel the most comfortable and in turn be the most genuine me? Um, And I Mm -hmm. honestly felt like Instagram was that place for me, you know? And I would recommend um, to the listeners to think about mm-hmm. that, you know, which platform makes you feel the most comfortable? If it's, you know, using your, um, you know, your writing talents um, in, in in form of the blog, that wherever your happiness is on whichever platform, I honestly suggest pursuing that one first to build your brand. Because that will come across. Oh, 100%. Yep. 100%. I like- and I definitely, I also suggest to not neglect the other platforms, mm-hmm. b- slowly build them as well. Because like I talked about having that cohesive feel is huge. So when I started my, my journey here, I, you know, chose Instagram as the one I wanted to focus on, but I made sure, and this is the number one thing I can recommend for all people listening, is if you are starting a new brand or you have a brand and you want to make it, um, um, stronger, a stronger brand mm-hmm. to make sure that you have secured all of your platforms. This is, mm-hmm. this is 100% huge, even That's if, step one. yeah. So even if you don't mm-hmm. feel like you're ever going to use that platform, <laughs> you want to secure it anyway, because you want to be mm-hmm. in the driver's seat of your own brand and you don't want to just rely on one platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always recommend to and we'll get into the steps in just a second. But um, yeah, just again, find the platform that makes you feel the most yourself and pursue that platform. Mm -hmm. But don't neglect the other ones. Um, And I'll kind of give you some tips on making sure that you can harness the whole picture.
0: When Nicole and I were picking a name for our website and podcast, we actually used a website to check to make Mm -hmm. sure that different handles were available on all Good idea. social media yeah. all at the same time I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head but we will have the link to it in the show That's notes great. Mm-hmm. and even if you've picked a name for maybe your brand but your brand hasn't really done anything mm-hmm. yet it's not too late exactly you can always kind of pick your name and then get that on all of the different platforms and start from there I know I think it was I think it was Kayla who talked about how she started with a totally
2: different name and she Mm -hmm. was not the only one. Yeah. 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 It happens so often. And I honestly have a lot of, um, you know, my branding clients that come to me and they're like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I just changed grade level and I need your help rebranding. Or I feel like Mm -hmm. my brand has, you know, kind of gotten away from me and I don't I, I really need help to bring it back in to more focus mm-hmm. it or, you know, or they're just like, you know what, I think I've grown out of some of that and I need to mm-hmm. have a slow transition into a different look. And that's what people come to me a lot for, you know, and there's ways mm-hmm. to do that for sure. But I definitely have some like go to tips of what you should do if you're just starting out or if you have, um, like you said, a brand that is kind of maybe in the earlier stages or if you want to rebrand yourself, like where should you start? And whether you talk to a
0: person like Amanda, who is a branding expert, or you just talk to some other people who have a TPT store or just a business mindset. I know that when we did our episode about how we started a podcast, I mentioned that I had started a different website before for test prep Mm -hmm. and before it was get test obsessed. There was a different name that I had given to the girls in my mastermind. I had a pet hedgehog at the time, so I wanted to do something with a pun with the word sharp. And it wasn't until I was talking to the other girls in my mastermind that we wrote the words all together and saw that there was definitely a curse word in the middle of that (laughs) if you write it together. So it's really important that you have at least one other set of eyes. So good. On your so handle <laughs> that you were
1: paying. Very Love. good advice. Very yes. good advice. For sure. Oh so Amanda, goodness. I hear yes. you have four steps for us today. Yes. Let's right. Let's get into them.
2: Yeah. So step one, I always tell this to anybody that sends me a message about branding. Um, really, before I even take you on as a branding client or anything like that, um, I request that step one is done. Okay. So step mm-hmm. one is to secure a consistent name across all of the platforms. Okay. And it does take Mm -hmm. a little bit of homework on your part. Um, So if you're new, um, like a newer teacher, you want to probably, these are some tips of advice. Okay. So -hmm. you want to try to avoid grade levels um, or using Mm -hmm. like middle school or high school in your name, because you truly never know where you're going to end up. And if Mm -hmm. you really want to put All of your effort into building a brand for yourself that, you know, is successful and known by name, you want to be really careful with putting in grade levels and things like that because we frequently change. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I've had a lot of girls come to me um, with Mm -hmm. is their names. So such as my name, right? So I have Thompson's Mm -hmm. teachings. Um, You know, that is my, um, like, I'm Mrs. Thompson. So that's Mm -hmm. okay for me. But, um, you know, you do have to sometimes be careful with that, too. Because if your name were to change for any reason, you know, um, you want to be careful with that. So I like newly engaged, Nicole. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So you just have to be careful and keep that in mind, you know, not that you can't do those things. But if you're brand new Mm -hmm. and starting out, I recommend trying to avoid those things because you have a lot of years ahead of you. And Mm -hmm. you just want to think about long term. Yeah, that's
0: really good advice. I know when we spoke to Aliana a long time mm-hmm. ago, she was talking about how her handle was the young educator, which she had <laughs> thought of as kind of reflecting herself mm-hmm. as a kind of novice new teacher. Mm-hmm. And it works out because she does work with young children mm-hmm. and that's what it's kind of come to mean mm-hmm. But had she been the young educator and teaching seniors in high school, Would have been a little awkward. Exactly.
2: So, yeah. So you just want to back up and think long-term, throw the name out, you know, at family members and close friends and Mm -hmm. see, you know, just send it to them and get their first reactions to it. Um, I've done this a lot where somebody will send me a name and I read it. (laughs) I read it differently than they wanted it to be. Um, Yep. Like there was, I don't want to like say specific names, but there was someone, there was someone that was trying to put an animal in there. And I was mm-hmm. reading it as, like, a candy. <laughs> I know this sounds really weird. Mm-hmm. It, okay, so it was the word... No, like, I... It was the word kitties. Mm-hmm. But I was reading it as Skittles. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I totally you understand what, I'm what saying? you're saying. Yeah. So, yeah, what Amanda is
0: strongly recommending, which is the same problem exactly. I had exactly. the day, make sure that you both write out what your handle will be with spaces yes, in it, without, without spaces in it, <laughs> when, or um even if... Uh, it has multiple words mm-hmm. in it. What are the letters of the agreement Yeah, you just these are things to keep in mind because you don't want to have to deal with that afterwards. Totally,
2: totally. And um, a couple more things, tips. Yeah, t- uh, tips for securing on the platforms. So mm-hmm. um, what I'm talking about. Some people might be thinking, like, what platforms is she even talking about? So mm-hmm. when I talk to my clients, these are the platforms I recommend. So I recommend ins- Instagram. I recommend Mm -hmm. TPT. I recommend Pinterest, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And in terms of Facebook, I talk about um, not just like changing your personal account. Like it's going to be a separate account from your personal Facebook. So you would open one in your business name. Um, Mm -hmm. And I usually recommend to brand new people to start Mm -hmm. with, um, to start with, uh, TPT first. So you want to do a couple searches to also make sure that the name you're choosing isn't too close to one that mm-hmm. is super established.
1: You want to yeah, be careful yeah. with
2: that, you know, because people will be really confused or mixed up. So you really have to do your homework, you know, yeah. Um, start there. And then I would jump to Instagram next, because Instagram is kind of tricky, because people can add, you know, one letter and make it different. But you really do Mm want to stand out as a super unique name um, and not get mixed up with someone that's already out there, you know, um, for your sake, you don't, you want to be, you know, you want to stand out for your, for yourself and with your own name. So definitely do homework and, um, and then secure it on all of those different platforms. I also recommend if you're maybe a person that's already in a little bit, right? Like maybe you've Mm -hmm. already secured these things. Going and securing your domain name um, Mm -hmm. for a potential blog in the future is something that I do recommend. You know, even if you're like, wait a minute, I'm never going to do a blog, which I Mm -hmm. have said out loud to too many people that I can even count. But like, you know, here's a little announcement. Um, But yeah, I'm going to have a blog coming out soon. Yeah. So that's very exciting. news. Yeah. That's fresh, you know, a little top secret for you. Um, (laughs) But that, again, is something I said I would never, ever, ever do. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what, there is a couple things I want to do on a blog, you know, maybe not just like yep. the blogging section, but there's other things you can do with a website. So yep. yeah, so just securing those things um, from the get go is going to be really important for you. So tell us about step. Two. Okay, so step two is something I know I've, I've mentioned, but ask yourself a few questions. Okay, so if you were one of your followers, why would you be following yourself? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, why are people why would people come and follow you? What are Mm -hmm. they going to what are they going to get or gain from you? And like I said before, if it's literally just a laugh, if it's, you know, readers workshop (laughs) advice, if it's, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to them because they have awesome anchor charts. Like, what, what is the thing that you love? What is that thing in the classroom that you look forward to doing? And most likely, you can bring that to your brand. So ask yourself that. And then just overall, what are you putting out there for your viewers? You know, what is Mm -hmm. going to be your thing? A few things could be, um, you know, is it going to be a color scheme that you're going with? I kind of have a color thing going on in in my feed, so it's going to be like easy to recognize. I always like, know when I come across one of your posts,
1: Amanda. Oh, like thanks, babe. It's like absolutely Amanda Thompson, for Aww. sure. Very colorful,
2: vibrant, yeah. usual Ray Dunn thrown in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to smile, you know, to feel good, to feel smile, but I don't want it to just be a cute photo. Like, I want to still provide really good tips and information, but um, mm-hmm. you know, that platform, you have to be eye catching. So, you do have to think that and you want your tips to be read. So, you know, tying it to like a good looking photo is is definitely you want to start, you know, something you want to start thinking about how you can do that and how you can make that even better. So, again, just st- step two is just asking yourself some of those questions and it all comes back comes back to what is your, you know, niche area? What makes you unique? Mm-hmm. Why would somebody want to be following you?
0: And you use that word cohesive uh, a while yes. ago and I think this is really
2: where you're at yeah step you don't want to just right? blend in you don't want to just look like someone else's page that's the worst mm-hmm. worst thing <laughs> and it
0: happens a lot yes. I know sometimes I'll be on Pinterest I'll click on a link and I think I'm going to one place mm-hmm. and I'm like oh they definitely just copied that I person.
2: know I know Never mind. because you know I unfortunately see and people have actually talked to me about it like They'll be, mm-hmm. you know, they even say to me, like, whoa, you know, you got so many followers so fast. Like, I don't understand. And then they're like, how can I do that same thing? And it's like, you can't, it's not going to be an overnight thing. You have to, I work nonstop. And if anybody follows me, like, I hope that I show that super hardworking person. Um, you know, it's not something that can just come overnight. You really have to, you know, work really hard at it. And again, you have to create your own thing and try to figure out a way for you to be unique and for you to be comfortable and bring that to the surface.
0: And just a reminder in terms of how not overnight this is, you said you started a lot of this while you were on maternity leave with your daughter, right? So that's two years ago. Yeah. So
2: it, yeah, about a little over a year and a half ago was when I started um, my Facebook group and I was around um, like 2000 followers on Instagram And Mm -hmm. I think I'm not exaggerating. I think I had like 104 followers on TPT or something. And Mm -hmm. before that, I'm not kidding you. My first like two years on TPT, I didn't really do much. I wasn't really active. I was just, I had like two freebies on there, but I was at nine followers for like two years. I swear to you. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to you. So it's like, you know, and my first goal was to, you know, break 10 and then mm-hmm. you just right. have to set little goals for yourself but you know um a year and a half of literal non-stop hard work you know working the connections working all these things building this brand you know and really real oh, one person at a time yeah and realizing <laughs> realizing you know that I had also these kind of talents that I didn't know were there like I've always mm-hmm. been designing and doing all that stuff but kind of coming across um the branding element just by naturally helping my friends out and doing stuff like that mm-hmm. you know and then friends led to other friends and friends led you know their friends and i don't know it was pretty cool that that i was able to help help out so many people speaking of i think that takes us to step 3 yes. tell us about it. so um once you secure steps 1 and 2 you want to start to build okay mm-hmm. so if you can't figure out um how to create your own look uh, there are a lot of us out there that can help you. And I don't want to come off like I'm the only one. Absolutely not. I'm actually friends with a lot of other branding consultants, graphic designers. Um, some of them are my closest friends on here. Because, again, it's I don't view it as competition, honestly. There's so many mm-hmm. people out there that, you know, we all need to be part of it, honestly. Because there's a lot of people that need Help and all the things. And so reach out to any of us. There's so many great girls out there and and guys that create beautiful design elements. And you can do it too. You don't need to hire someone if you have that creative bug. As long as you come up with a good color scheme for yourself and go with some font consistency across your platforms, it's definitely something you Mm -hmm. can build yourself. You don't need to hire someone. But a lot of people are overwhelmed with the whole idea of it. And reaching Mm -hmm. out to any of us graphic designers designers we uh, you know if I'm really booked or I you have a different vision or a different look that maybe is not my right. bread and butter I definitely have other girls that I can send you to and we all kind of work together to help people create the best look for them
0: because you want to make sure that you're finding the person yes. who fits with you so huge so huge absolutely and so step three is if you realize you can't DIY yes
2: <laughs> if you know yourself work the and dms you're like- <laughs> Work, work the DMs. <laughs> work the DMs and hit up your hit up your graphic design girls. You know your logo girls yeah. that do the graphics and all that stuff. And again, if I've had people ask me about certain projects that maybe I couldn't take on at the time or aren't really my field, um, right. a lot of us are connected. So we will hook you up with another person that can help you out or give you some advice, or you can send me a look and I will give you some some feedback on it. There's a lot of people out there that are willing to help you help you through it.
1: I do want to shout out someone who reached out when I posted about you on Instagram. Who? Cara Piper.
2: Oh my god! Virtual elementary
1: teachers. She says the same about you, and I wanted to make sure I had a second to shout her out because she said that you did rebranding for her and how much she just adores
2: you. Virtual elementary teachers. What? That's right. (laughs) Yeah. First of all, she's so cute, and let's talk about real quick her um, branding. So she Mm -hmm. is super colorful, super cute, super fresh. I love her. Um, But she's known for all of her fun headbands and things because she does virtual teaching. So I literally love going to look at her pictures because she has such cute like headbands and like headwear, all different kinds of things to engage her students on a virtual platform, which again is her thing. So I was like, girl, this is it. You need to (laughs) pursue it and go with it because it's really cute and fun. And it makes her different from a lot of other people, you know? Great example of
0: explaining how yeah. someone can just stand out. It's not exactly. the same as everybody else. It wasn't simply exactly. the other people yeah. who are in the same space, the same field, yeah. whatever it is. And based on what you were saying... You know, if maybe your own vibe and your own personality is you're super minimalist and things like that, mm-hmm. maybe you don't hire the graphic designer exactly super colorful yeah. and all cutesy, but you find someone who really jives with your vision.
2: Exactly. Like there's um, a lot of us out there have like kind of a certain look, you know? Mm-hmm. So typically, like I do all kinds of looks, but I get most of my clients come for that colorful, fresh feeling because that's what mm-hmm. kind of I radiate. But there's a lot of girls out there that do a lot of really good, like that rustic, earthy feel, you know, which mm-hmm. I've done, but isn't my main, you know, yeah. area. So, yeah, just research and see. And honestly, think about, like, what pages you like to look at. And a lot of people kind of stick with that kind of feel for mm-hmm. themselves. But we can twist it and make it something unique for you.
0: If you're not sure, make that mood board before you. Yes. Colors before you
2: <laughs> Color <pick laughs> scenes <font>. are huge, <laughs> girl. <Thanks. laughs> Um, all right I also this is a really good tip though and I always tell Mm -hmm. this too to my to my people is if they're changing an old account to their new account okay Mm -hmm. so or if they're getting branded by me I always Mm -hmm. ask them to go and purge their feed okay so they have to work the archive So on Instagram, you can archive pictures. I don't like to delete pictures off of my feed because I have gone back many times and have to reference things or I want to go like, how did I word a caption? Or I actually sometimes go and back reuse a picture again. So I archive anything that I don't want seen on my main feed. And Mm -hmm. I recommend people doing this because it keeps your feed really fresh and up to date. So, for example, if you had a personal account and you're switching to a teaching account and, you know, you don't want someone to scroll all the way back and, you know, Mm -hmm. see you in middle school with braces, (laughs) you want to start archiving those things or creating a new account. People work the scroll, okay, and people are nosy and sometimes Mm -hmm. they scroll really far back. So, you want to be careful with what's out there. So, I do recommend working the archive. Other things you want to archive are like old giveaways or old sale promos that you have up there. Anything outdated. I've had to archive some bad photography that I've had in the past (laughs) or some like, you know, dark pictures that maybe you just wanted to post. Like I had one that I posted from an aquarium one time. And then like looking back, I'm like, oh, this is like super dark and doesn't quite go with my bright feel. So Mm -hmm. I archived that puppy. You know what I mean? So archiving stuff that just doesn't go with your overall look um, Mm -hmm. is something you definitely want to do. I've also had girls that want to kind of go with a new look and maybe they just posted tons of selfies before. Uh So I tell them to like archive some of the selfies, like, you know, tone the selfies down a little bit and then kind of space them out, you know, like Mm once one selfie a week or something like that might make it a little, a little bit cleaner looking. I think that takes us to step four. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it does. So um, step four is honestly just being consistent. So Mm -hmm. being consistent within your brand, being, you know, genuinely you and posting, Mm -hmm. posting regularly is huge. A lot of people Mm -hmm. are like, well, wait, can I take the summer, you know, off? And I'm like, well, if you're building a brand, probably not. (laughs) Um, You, I recommend like this time of year, the end of the year, I know a lot of people are already out, but. I tell a lot of my girls to go like on a full on photo shoot in your classroom, take tons of pictures. Yep. I'm um, in the process lots, of doing that myself. Yeah, <laughs> lots of read aloud pictures that you can post about in the summer, organizational tips that you can post about, um, you, you know, take some pictures of yourself within the classroom, just have like a really good um, kind of backlog of some photos that you can pull out for the summer and, you know, get a planner just for your social media and, plan out, you know, what you're going to post. And what's cool about my Facebook group is we do a lot of like posting challenges and we give tons of ideas on what to post daily throughout the summer, throughout the whole year, actually. But summer specifically, we post all kinds of stuff up there. We're going to have story challenges this summer to hopefully get people on stories that have never been on stories before. So Find you know finding a Facebook group that's for you um is also another way to get get some tips for building your brands. Wow, that <laughs> Facebook group sounds like we we need to be in it. Yes.
0: And I think that our listeners are probably having the same feeling. Yeah, so it's so fun. Will, it's so fun. We will absolutely make sure that that link is included in the show notes. Perfect. <laughs> yeah.
2: So um, one requirement of our group, since we do focus mm-hmm. on Instagram, I just want to throw that out there, yeah. is that you do have to have an um, educator Instagram account. So, mm-hmm. um, but if you're just starting out and, um, if you're just starting out, I would suggest securing, like I said, going back to that, um, other step that I said, securing that name across all your platforms, um, mm-hmm. and then request to join our group. And even if you're like super fresh, just making sure you secure your name ahead of time is something that's really important. That way we can help you right away and we can get you, get the ball rolling.
1: Awesome. Amanda, mm-hmm. I don't even know what to
2: say. It's like <laughs> this 80, been... 80 minutes later.
1: Oh, my gosh. But this has been so value added. Truly. You've covered so much Uh, from the way that you approach just being a member of the teachers of Instagram community, how you've made that work for yourself and all the other social media outlets to the way that you approach branding and what that means for you as an educator and how that differs and how you've just really made this your own. I mean, there's so many takeaways here. I've learned so much.
2: Oh, well, thanks, babe. You're so cute. What if I start crying? Wait, do you remember when we were brainstorming names for the podcast you sent me that list of, like, I, I, I literally was like, um, I like all of these. And then I, I literally started tearing up. So I was like, girls, you guys are so cute. I just love it. I don't know. I just don't. You guys are so cute.
1: Aww. Well, we adore you and we so appreciate your time today. Before we oh, do sign off, make sure mm-hmm. that you
2: remind our listeners of where they can follow you, connect with yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know I mentioned it. Um, a few times. But Instagram Connection for Educators is my is my baby. And I run it with Sammy and Sarah. And actually, I'll give you all their contact information if you could link them too. Because I could Definitely. not. Yeah, I could not run the group um, without them. They are like my heart and soul. Um, so I would love to link them as well, but we would just love for you guys to join us. Not just you, I mean all the listeners, but yeah. You too. <laughs> so come and join and, and we all learn together and we're just a true family. So, and I hope if anybody's listening and is already part of our group, they are hopefully thinking the same thing. And then you can find me personally across all the platforms as, uh, um, under Thompson's teachings, There's an S on the end of both of those. Thompson's Mm -hmm. Teachings. And then my blog is not up yet officially, but it's in the works. And yeah, and if you listen to this, send me a DM because I would love to chat with you.
0: The exact way that we should end this episode. So get in touch with Amanda. Join (laughs) that super valuable Facebook group because I know that we will. Yes.
2: (laughs) It's so fun. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you need me, just send me a DM and I'm here for you.
0: If you'd like to learn more about us and the services that we offer, head to everything.com.